All right, welcome in. This is the Individual Skills Hockey Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Deeth, and today we're joined by Ben Monahan for a new series called Playing Fast. Basically, it's going to be 10-minute episodes discussing one specific area of concern in the hockey world. And for our first topic, we're going to discuss the proper age or the age we think that you should start body checking. Obviously, right now, it's Bantam age for the boys, or 14U if you're in a different area of the country but what are your initial thoughts been on the correct or first of all let's let's talk about the how it works right now with the bantam age i mean obviously a very great topic to start with very debatable um i mean let's first understand that no matter what age you start checking you should be incorporating body contact drills in your practices well before that which i think it's something that most associations and coaches don't do Last, last Wednesday, uh, we did a body contact circuit, kind of the USA pr- hockey protocol of kind of shoulder bumps and, yep. and body checking with our advanced mites. Yeah. And some coaches skated up, and, and they were like, we're doing body checking tonight? And well, I, I said, no, we're doing body contact. And it is, it is I truly believe it's never too early Correct. to start it, that stuff. I mean, I would completely agree. I mean, it's, I think parents and coaches both are kind of blown away when you say that you should be teaching it in mites or squirts. And I don't think they kind of understand that when you say the concepts or you say, you know, maybe use the terms going through their hands, when they hear it, they just think you're, you're going to teach them how to check already. No, that's not necessarily it, but just teaching them the concepts of, of body contact. But uh, what a great topic to, to first start playing faster with. Um, how it's working at Bantams, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know if there's a great age to say when to start checking is the right answer. I really don't. Um, I don't. I personally don't think Bantams is the right age. Um, why that is, I, I personally think you have more kids in Bantams that have fully gone through puberty, which means there's still some kids that haven't gone through puberty. You right. have the testosterone built up within the kids. You have the speed of the game, the aggression. You have the kids that maybe are out there playing with a purpose and maybe they're not playing with a purpose and thus you have some very reckless play I think happening at the Bantam level Um, I think that probably comes into lack of coaching at younger levels but my own opinion is I'm not sure that the Bantam age is the best age to start checking yeah so in the past it used to be peewees correct I think the change was made do you know what year I want to say 10-15 years ago but I don't know the year exactly yeah I I graduated high school in 2012, and I checked in Peewees. So I think I think it was somewhere around when I graduated high school. It was like 2010, 2011, yep. around that um, age. And the case was made at the time that you really saw the size differences in Peewees. That was the argument that I always heard, is that you do have big kids in Peewees, and you do have really small kids in Peewees. My personal opinion on it is you still see that in Bantams. Correct. But at in Bantams, the only difference is there's a little bit less of that discrepancy, I, I would say, but they're also moving way faster. Correct. Correct. So I think that's a huge issue is the, the speed of play is, is so much greater than Peewee's. And without the experience from Peewee's, I believe, I personally believe we're seeing more dangerous serious injuries at the bantam level now because of that introduction would you agree i would completely agree correct so my personal feeling on this obviously we want to 
teach body contact from six U. Let's say let's start start it there. I think that will help. But my kind of like hot take on this is like I think it should be either like allow body checking in squirts or like don't lo- don't allow it until high school. Like I think you have to pick one and and justify your reasons behind it, but to me that's the choice. Not I, not picking these middle years where where puberty is occurring. Correct. I I completely agree and I think uh I I'm on the the peewee or high school difference there whether it's it starts in peewees or high school. I think squirts are are a little too young and they don't understand what they're doing at all, so they yeah. can just go out there and start running into kids. And you already have it happening no matter what. But um, I'm almost at the believer of, of not starting checking until high school. And, and I think my reason why is the kids are more grown up. They're more men at that age. When you're talking about 16- to 18-year-old kids, they're a little aware, uh, more aware of the, the consequences that they're doing if they go around and, and hit somebody from behind. Now, do you see hit from behinds in high school? Yeah, you do. But I think you see less of a reckless behavior at the high school level than you do at, at the lower levels. And I don't know if it's maybe more of a reason for, you know, playing and things like that. But I just think the kids, the, the, the knowledge is there, the consequence is there. They understand what they're doing with their body more. They're a little bit more grown up. They're a little bit more mature. That eighth to ninth grade age is... And I have a ninth grader. It's a very immature age of kids. And to allow that be in the first year for checking, I think is a little bit of a recipe for disaster. And I think you're seeing it this year right now. There's been a lot of scenarios across the Bantam landscape of, of just reckless hits. So that's I, I'm going to say high school. I'm going to stick to it. I think the other thing to, to think about and why high school, when you watch a high school game, it does seem a little bit safer than a, a high-paced Bantam game is the hockey sense is a huge piece of this like knowing and maybe and maybe some people would say that they learn that in bantams from this tough play but i think it to your point it comes to like a maturity like the more mature you are the more hockey sense you're going to have on the ice that's why 21 year olds when they get into be a freshman in college are so much better than true freshmen Correct. without any junior hockey experience so i think the hockey sense of of it keeps people much safer um but i also want to just make sure that we touch on i think there's a way in squirts 10u 12u every single level girls and boys for the refs to call it much more similar to say division one women's hockey yeah. where the physical play is allowed to an extent without the open ice hits. I, I would even take it one step higher, and that's high school girls hockey. Um, right. I mean, I coached that for four years, and I think if you went and watched a high school girls game right now, you'd be shocked and amazed by the body contact in girls hockey when checking's not allowed. I mean, it's not uncommon to see aggressive play um, out of girls high school teams, and I, I know that you see that in the youth levels as well. So, yeah, I, I think it can – you would want the officials to still allow that type of physical play um, of, of you know, the, using the terms again of going through their hands or things like that. So um, – and just teaching it at that young ages of – I know we have someone come into our association up and say, Michael, he teaches a body contact clinic, and he does it at the ages of squirt and above. So it, it used to be like Bantams and 15 years only. Now it's, hey, squirts, 10 U's, come on in, learn. And and coaches get drills when they do it then. 
So they're able to do that over the season and incorporate those body contact drills into the into their practice plans. Yeah, I think the frustration sometimes at the squirt and peewee level right now is like when you do have a strong kid, it's always like the the classic like cliche like two minutes for being stronger. Correct. And Correct. like I don't think refs need to call that. No. When they when they angle someone perfectly and go through their hands and the kid falls over, that's not a body check. It's not, but it it looks more violent because the kid's five ten and the kid he hit was five one. So yeah, but, but I yeah, think I that mean, if 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 it eventually does change levels to either high school or back down to peewees, I think that's the biggest piece of all of this. The refs yeah. the refs need to start calling it, letting more stuff go, while keeping things safe. And I think when people watch this podcast miles i think the best part about it is a topic like this and maybe some of the topics we discuss is there might not be a right answer so five guys sitting around the uh the the restaurant table this weekend at a tournament discuss this topic and i'd be curious to hear what other people's thoughts were to it one more thing i wanted to sneak in i think we have like a minute and a half left here and it's not going to be exactly 10 minutes because i don't have a stopwatch but is there an option someday you see if it does stay at bantams let's say for B2 and C teams to go no check. Do you think that would help, or do you think that's a viable option? I think it's a viable option. I think it would make that hockey better. It would probably develop their skills better too because it would get them to focus on what they need to truly focus on, skating, stick handling, passing, shooting, things like that. You, you know, There again, you get that age group of kids where you get kids running around thinking that they have to do this or – they're new to it, so they think it's fun, or I don't get to play hockey much. And, you know, you hear kids using the words checking's fun. Checking shouldn't be fun. In reality, I mean, how many high school games have you coached where you see big blow-up hits? Very rarely, right? I mean, yeah, it happens, but very rarely because the game is more about the skill. The skilled players shine. And, and I think at the B2 and C level, if you did take it away, I think it's an option, but I think you would let the kids get better skill-wise. And so much, and because of the emphasis put on skating development at a young age over the last 20 years, Bantam B2 and C players actually skate pretty well. Yeah. And because of that speed and then the lack of hockey sense, I think that's where you see kind of the dangerous stuff happening right now. Correct. All right. That's the first episode of Playing Fast with Individual Skills Hockey Podcast. If you have any questions, reach out, hockeyops at whyzatahockey.org, and we will see you next time.